Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, you guys. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, guys. indeed. We're picking up with day two <laughs> of our Killing Comparison devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to figure it with the Devo. Let's do if it. If you wonder why Tori's laughing, by the way, I sometimes have a hard time getting my words out. <laughs> And she saw me struggle. And lately, for some reason, uh, it's been so funny. Tori's been laughing <laughs> at my, like, mess-ups. No, I laugh with you. Yeah. yeah I laugh the, with you. I don't mean it in a mean way, okay? <laughs> what I mean is, is that, like, the other day... <laughs> Guys, we should start a whole channel of like my bloopers. And she's just finding uh, my life bloopers very funny as she should. They are funny. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. Yep. The scripture is 1 Samuel chapter 14, verse 6. And it says this. Let's go across to the outpost of those pagans, Jonathan said to his armor bearer. Perhaps the Lord will help us, for nothing can hinder the Lord. He can win a battle whether he has many warriors or only a few. The devotional is titled Transparent Moment, and it says this. For much of my life, I struggled with feeling left out, overlooked, and unwanted. This was the outgrowth of many things, including having my mother tell me she didn't want me and not being chosen for teams in school due to being overweight and unwanted by my classmates. Well, in spring 2020, when the world was going into lockdown, the full year of speaking engagements I had was wiped clear as events were canceled. But one day I was on Instagram when I saw that a number of my friends had been invited to speak at a major women's conference that went virtual. I knew the speakers and I knew the host, but I wasn't invited to speak. I started drowning in feelings of inadequacy as my mind flooded with questions like, why wasn't I invited? Why was I left out? Why wasn't I good enough? But in the midst of those questions, the Holy Spirit asked me a different question that forever changed the trajectory of my life and identity. He asked me, why does it matter? Mm. That simple question was so profound. It cut me to my heart. It forced me to confront what I believed about myself and what I believed wasn't pretty. Somehow, some way, somewhere along the line, I had started to secure my identity to the speaking invitations I received. Not being asked to speak simply uncovered this truth. I felt insecure because I had secured my identity to the insecure foundation of being invited. But in our focus verse today, we see how Jonathan secured his identity to the only secure foundation from which we can walk boldly in our purpose without comparison to anyone else. Unlike his father, King Saul, Jonathan didn't see David as a threat because he was approved by the people. Instead, Jonathan loved and celebrated David. But how? Well, before David even steps into the scene, we get a glimpse of the belief that anchored Jonathan's identity in 1 Samuel 14.6. Jonathan said to his young armor bearer, Come, let's go to the outpost of those uncircumcised men. Perhaps the Lord will act in on our behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, whether by many or by few. Jonathan fought Philistines on behalf of God, not because he was trying to impress people, there was no audience, and not because he was trying to make a name for himself. There was no audience. 
He went by himself because he trusted fully in God and believed that nothing could oppose his purpose in God, not people's approval, not his status as future king, nothing. And this is why. When your insecurity gets triggered from being left out or overlooked, instead of asking, why wasn't I chosen? Or why does he always get it? Ask, why does it matter? Get before God and pray for him to show you the root of your insecurity so you can build your identity on the sure foundation of who he says you are. Yeah, this is so good. And we all have things that we're insecure about, whether we like to admit it or not, or, or even insecurities that we've worked through. And something that I've really had to embrace in my own walk is this kind of quote of like, whenever you accept and embrace your insecurities, nobody can use them against you. Yeah. And that's really helped me because, you know, and I've probably shared this before, but I have a speech impediment. Ever since I was seven, I've had to go to speech therapy to communicate effectively. When you think about something as simple as that, like I get nervous talking to people. And when you, when you boil that down, it's like, that's how we relate to people. That's how we connect with people. That's how we build intimacy. That's how we build Build friends and community and relationships and all this stuff. And so something as simple as just introducing myself was, I had so much anxiety around it. Mm. Because I, my nervousness, I don't know what it was. I, I really have no idea. But it was this thing of like where then that anxiety would lead to other things. And it, I would literally just spiral out of control, whether it's binge eating or looking into pornography or just having really negative self talk about myself or whatever it may be, I would just find myself in this deep, dark pit versus just accepting and say, hey, listen, yeah. I have a hard time speaking sometimes, but me getting mad about it is not going to help anything. Me getting insecure about it is not going to help anything. But instead, I'm going to seek the Lord and find out what I can do on this. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that's really helped me is just to not feel embarrassed about it. Mm -hmm. I still struggle with it. But the thing is, I'm not ashamed of it. And that itself has helped me in many ways when it comes to this deep insecurity, so much so that we have a daily devotional podcast because I'm not going to be defined by my insecurities. I'm going to be defined by who I'm insecure in, which is Christ Jesus. And so this is just this powerful movement to where that doesn't mean that all of our insecurities are fixed, whether we feel insecurity about our bodies, about our relationship status, about our bank account, about whatever we're doing. That doesn't mean that everything's going to change right now that just means that those things they don't matter yeah they're not as as important as just feeling secure with our heavenly father yeah that's so good I loved when she kind of made that I'm y'all know I say it all the time I'm so visual and mm-hmm. so when she said I had linked my identity to something that was so unstable mm-hmm. right like getting an invite or doing this thing like when we link our identity to something anything other than the Lord we're setting ourselves up for failure. And it's funny because I was literally having this conversation with a girlfriend recently who said that she's had the same feeling, like where it started out at childhood and she's just always struggled with that feeling of feeling left out. Mm -hmm. Or maybe she seems, or she feels like she's closer to someone and then it's not reciprocated back. And then that left her with this like emptiness of like, What's wrong with me? Why doesn't anyone want to be my friend? Like if I want to be their friend, why don't they reciprocate that same feeling to me? And then she realized she was starting to put her identity in being invited, even if it was to the wrong 
things. And so recently she realized that she was on Instagram and it was a party and she was like, I normally would get invited to this, this party Mm -hmm. with these people. And I wasn't invited. And I realized it was because more recently I was posting more and more about Jesus and more and more about Jesus. And, and instead she, she said at first I felt hurt by it. Like, why wouldn't they invite me? And then she said, God says, I, I don't want you there. I'm setting you apart. This is not the crowd I want you walking with. But she was more hurt that she wasn't invited than celebrating the fact that God has a different path for her and is taking somewhere, taking her somewhere separate. And so I know, like, even as a girl, like, when I was in middle school, I was like the only girl that was more of a girly girl in dance, et cetera. All the other girls in my grade all played soccer and sports. And y'all, I tried, but I was not good at any kind of sports. And so I feel, I've no, I know that feeling of just feeling left out or like not invited to the party. And it's a terrible feeling. Like it doesn't feel good. But I just think that this reminder of like, number one, like, if you're not invited to that one thing, the fact that you're invited to God's table, the fact that you're invited into his throne room, the fact that you were adopted into his family and you can secure your identity in Christ is something that we should celebrate every single day. And any time those feelings come up, we have to remind ourselves of that truth. And then, like she said, ask, like, why does it matter? Like, what is the root of my disappointment here when I'm feeling these kind of feelings? And when you say, why does it matter? It doesn't have to be where you're like scoffing at someone's opinion or the fact that you failed that test or you got let go from work or whatever. That doesn't mean that you just have to push it off as like, quote unquote, unimportant. Right. What you're, what you are doing is you're excavating and say, well, wait, why does it matter? Exactly. Because then you start to uncover that, oh, wow, just like the author said in this devotional, I have secured my identity to something that can be knocked over so easily. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like you know, if you want to build a mansion, you don't do it out of sand. Because mm-hmm. guess what? Anytime it rains, it's going to come crumbling down. Yeah. And so whenever we put our foundation and our hope and our security and our identity and our self-worth mm-hmm. into things that can literally be knocked down over someone's opinion right. or a lack of an invitation mm-hmm. or a waist size or a this, those things are too fragile to put a our security in. <laughs> yeah, a light count, anything. Yeah. Insert whatever it is for you. Those things are too fragile and too, honestly, wishy-washy. Yeah. Um, for us to yoke ourselves to. And that's why, you know, it's so important for us to make sure that as we're excavating, we're like, oh, okay, I see what I, I see what I did wrong there. I'm going to make sure I'm yoking my security and my identity to the Lord. So good. Want to pray something out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this reminder that first and foremost, I, our identity has been given to us through you, Father. And that you always invite us into your presence and at your table, Father. So I just pray today that you give us the eyes to see anywhere in our life where we have linked our identity to something that is not you. Because we know that if it is not you, God, that it is not secure. But that we can have our secure identity placed on you and we won't be disappointed because you are unfailing. You are faithful. You are kind. You are a good father. 
you never leave us and you never forsake us. And that is something that we can celebrate and be so thankful for every single moment of every single day. Lord, we love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Au revoir.